0: Good evening everyone and welcome to today's focus for Friday, May the 5th, 2023 at 11:02 p.m. Right, right right there something something is wrong. I'm not supposed to say welcome everyone to today's focus at 11:02 p.m. I'm supposed to say that at 10:02 a.m. or 11:02 a.m., not 11.02 p.m. when the day is basically over. So I'm saying here's your today's focus and you've got less than an hour to focus on it. For some of you, you're like, it's not 11.02 p.m., it's 12.02 a.m. So I guess I could say, depending on the time zone, this is an early, 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 early episode of the today's focus podcast series or this is a late 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 i don't does time even matter what is time it's a social construct to control okay all right now we won't go all conspiratorial there but welcome to a today's focus whenever you may hear this this is a today's focus on this friday may the 5th 2023 now it's 11:03 p.m. central time and remember the today's focus a simple a simple idea, a simple idea that I've yet to accomplish. And my mind, today's focus. Turn on the microphone, give everyone one simple little thing to focus on throughout their day, something spiritual, because of the millions of distractions that pull our attention away from that which is spiritual to that which is material, to that which is physical, to that which is focused on ourself. Good idea. And and do it in about a 15 minute segment. Right? What a what a novel idea. I think I've only accomplished that maybe once. All right. But it's a good idea. And today I came up the stairs to the studio and I had every intention at one point of going live and doing the Today's Focus but it didn't happen because it got a little too late. And then so then I did something else. We had technical issues. Then that was frustrating. Yeah, it's been just one of those days where I've been distracted just by life. All right. Things have just not gone well. So what do I do at the end of the day? Do I just can I go to bed and say, well, didn't happen, didn't get in today's focus? Or do I do I try to save it? I ha- A part of me, I, I I could just wait till tomorrow and do this but i can't bring myself to wait till tomorrow because the because i like the today's focus all of my podcasts i like them to be real i don't like them to be a production or pretend look my focus for today was supposed to be on what i'm getting ready to mention and i let it slip away i didn't focus on it it all started well early 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 this morning like like at around 1 a.m. I don't know was it around 1 1:30 1 a.m. 2 a.m. this morning right cuz it's 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 still 11 you know it's 11:05 p.m. here so in the central time zone so around 2 a.m. central time today I grabbed my iPad and I hit play and heard this Place was Washington, D.C. The incident at the National Religious Broadcasters Convention. I was listening to an episode of Night Sounds by Bill Pierce, aired probably somewhere in the 80s, 90s. Who knows? A long time ago, uh, Bill Pierce is now past and, and Night Sounds. Uh, obviously, all the programs are just repeats from things in the past, but there's the Night Sounds app. I, I, I promote it all the time. Go to the Apple App Store, the Google Play Store, download the Night Sounds app. Night Sounds. All run together. Night Sounds. You'll see that the, the kind of the artwork is a large moon with an, a radio antenna in front of it, right? It, and it, it looks awesome. Night sounds, Bill Pierce. And that was the program for today, May the 5th, 2023. And uh, well, not 2023, because it originally aired, you know, uh, they're just grabbing programs from the past. They're not even really connected to the actual day that they aired, but uh it's called The Beast Within. And uh, well, you can go, I mean, go listen to the whole thing. Re- really listen to the whole thing. But there was one phrase that was mentioned in the program, All right, And I'm just going to, I just, I just want you to hear, you know, where, where this all started. There was one pro, there was one phrase that was mentioned and that phrase was, and I'm just going to read it. He restoreth my soul. He restoreth my soul. And for some Odd reason at around 2 a.m. when I heard those words, He restoreth my soul, boom, it hit me. And I was like, Wow, what does that mean? What does it mean when the psalmist says, He restoreth my soul? What exactly does that mean? In the most practical way. So today, when I when I first came up here into the studio. Earlier today, and I was going to do a Today's Focus about it. And then, I don't know, ev- everything just went wrong. Um, I looked up a number of articles about what it means that he restoreth my soul. And and a lot of them, they, they used very poetic language. But when you really broke it down, it's like, so exactly what does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? And they did an uh, Bill Pierce on that program, The Beast Within, uh, from the, on the Night Sounds app, dated May the 5th. Um, he did a really good job just, and he didn't, I mean, this wasn't really the emphasis of the program, but he mentioned Psalm 22 with Psalm 23. So today I've read Psalm 22 multiple times, and, and I really wanted to talk about that, and I really want to talk about Psalm 23. But for tonight, for tonight, this morning, whenever you hear this, I want to just hand to you the phrase, He restoreth my soul. I just want to place it in your hands. Uh, Now, please download the Night Sounds app. Go listen to that episode. Please go listen to that episode, The Beast Within, May 5th. Uh, It'll be easy to find once you download the Night Sounds app. Listen to it for yourself. That's a perfect program to listen to late at night. I I, I have loved it. I I think I will always love it. It it has just a, a, a powerful connection with me for lots of reasons. But that phrase, he restoreth my soul. He restoreth my soul. He restoreth my soul. What does that mean? Now, we know it's found in Psalm 23, so I'm just going to throw out some just hermeneutical thoughts and ideas. First, when we read Psalm 23, we read this. First, it's a Psalm of David, all right? And we read these words. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. Now, immediately we know we're getting very figurative language, very type you know allegorical language we're getting I mean uh, the lord is my shepherd i shall not want he maketh me to lie down in green pastures okay this is obviously using the language of an actual shepherd watching actual sheep and he's using that in a metaphorical allegorical way to describe god christ with and us now now specifically Uh, David is referring to himself. The Lord is his shepherd, right? Who maketh me. He's using singular pronouns. He's not using plural, right? So, but we typically apply this to ourselves. Okay, first we could understand it with David, but even there, David would be the one, well, no, wasn't he the shepherd, but now the Lord is his shepherd. The Lord is the one that obviously s- provides for him. I shall not want. He doesn't need anything. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me besides the still waters. And then, so we know he's using this very figurative language. Now, what we typically do, there's been you know, millions of books written on Psalm 23, I shall not want. Okay, so I shall not want what? Well, some will say God will provide every single need, right? Every single one of your needs will be met, right? He's not saying he's going to take care of all of your wants, but you're not going to want anything that you need, right? And so then they'll kind of go that way, all right? You could spiritualize it even more and go, well, you you will not want anything related to your salvation, right? He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He's going to provide not necessarily all the physical food that we want, but he's going to make me lie down in green pastures. He's going to spiritually feed me. He uh, leadeth me beside still waters, that he's going to lead me in the path of peace with God because of salvation. Like you could make it very spiritual. Some will make it somewhat spiritual. But also try to apply it to physical needs, material needs. We'll go there. But we we know we're using some kind of kind of just figurative, allegorical language. And then it says, "He restoreth my soul." What does it mean that he restores the soul? He restores the soul. Now, if we look up the word "restore," again, how, do we do we look at this in a very spiritual way? Do we look at it in a and like how do we look at it? If we look at the word restore, I'm going to go to Psalm 23 here. I'm going to use the Blue Letter Bible app. We go to Psalm 23, verse 3. He restoreth, in the way it's used in the King James. He restoreth. He restoreth comes from one Hebrew word. If I said Greek, I apologize. One Hebrew word. And that Hebrew word is this. Strong's H, 7725. Shuv. Shove, shove, right? shuv Now it means. Oh man, it, it's it's used one thousand and sixty six times. Shove is used one thousand and sixty six times. I mean, like, what do we even do with that, right? I mean, it is used. I mean, it is translated three hundred ninety one times. Return, uh, again, turn back, away, restore, bring, render, answer, recompense, recover, deliver, put, withdraw. Requite. Strong's definition is a, a small paragraph. Uh, uh, it is a, it means to turn back, hence, away, uh, literally or figuratively, not necessarily with the idea of return to the starting point, generally to retreat, uh, break, build. Uh, I mean, you dig, do anything, do evil, feed, lay down, lie down, lodge, make, rejoice, sin, take, weep again, cause to answer again. In any case, wise at all. I mean, you just go. It is there's so much here. So I like what what that. I don't know if that's super helpful if you use uh, I guess Brown uh, Brown Driver Briggs lexicon and other Hebrew uh, lexicons and you build out an outline of biblical usage. It seems primarily to return or turn back, to turn back, return, to turn back, to return, come or go back, to return unto, go back, come back, of dying, of human relations, of spiritual relations, to turn back from God, to apostatize, so it can be a negative, to turn away of God, to turn back to God, turn back from evil, of inanimate things and repetition to bring back. All right, so if we look at Psalm 23... Sometimes we we picture this like see this is this is the the problem with whenever whenever anything is kind of allegorical you can refer to it as a type illustrative metaphorical however you want to use the phrases the problem is always we we can read so much into it so when we look at psalm 23 do we say this describes Someone who, that this describes salvation. It's a metaphorical way of describing salvation, right? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still water. He restoreth my soul. Or, so is that is that all referencing to what happens in salvation? Or is this referring to someone who had kind of wandered away from God and now God has brought him back? Or is this simply saying in salvation, God restores our soul because now we are turned back to our creator. So to restore my soul simply means to be turned back. Now, others use restore my soul to just like almost like some kind of magical supernatural thing is happening to our soul. Is it simply saying, look. When I became saved, the Lord is my shepherd. I used to be a sheep out there wandering with no shepherd, wandering aimlessly, right? Getting myself in danger and trouble and and all the problems. But now I shall not want. And And I think that want there can't be a physical material want because we can have those wants and we can literally have those physical and material needs. Right, so this has to be spiritually. I, I I want for nothing related to the salvation of my soul. I have all the righteousness I need. I have all the forgiveness I need. I have I have a shepherd. I have an advocate. Christ uh, propitiated, satisfied the wrath of God on my behalf. That seems to me makes the most sense. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He, I, I can just lie down now, and He will sustain me spiritually. Like I, I don't have to. I don't have to strive. I can just rest. And he has given me everything I need. Look, you know, once you have taken of Christ, you never hunger or thirst again. Right? Uh, he, leadeth me the, uh, he leadeth me besides the still waters. He leads me now in the way of peace, in the way of peace. Doesn't mean that everything will be peaceful, but I have peace with God. And I can have the peace of God in the midst of where, or wherever. He restoreth my soul. He has restored my soul. He has brought me into right relationship with him. I'm no longer a sheep without a shepherd. I'm a sheep with a a shepherd. He's just saying that this restoring of the soul seems to be, to me, referencing just he's restored me to a right relationship with himself. I don't know if this refers to some kind of spiritual interworking of my soul itself. I don't know if that's where what it's necessarily referencing. And then... Uh, he leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. How does he lead me? Through his word. Right? Um, and then, well, you can you can read the rest. But restore my soul. What do you think it means? What do you think it means? Now, some of the articles I read went like, they, they took it in a lot of different directions. If we look up, again, it's used 1,066 times, trying to go through all of those verses to see, I mean, it's going to be used in so many different ways that you could, I mean, you could do some really, you could really go wild with this, right? You could, you could, well, see, the word could mean this. It could mean this. You could probably make it say all kinds of things. So I I don't know. Now, how many times, well, if we looked up the actual, it went, when it's actually translated restore, I'm going to look at something. Um, just if we just look up the word "restore," just the word "restore." Okay, if I can spell right, "restore." Um, it's used 39 times in the King James. Now, therefore, restore the man his wife. Uh, restore uh, thee unto thy place. If a man still an ox, restore, uh, restore double. It's always about restore, restore, returning something back to the way that it was. God in salvation restores me, His creation, back to the Creator. I I don't know if it. I don't know if we have to make it something like. See, there was a part of me that was like when I was lay, laying in bed at you know two a.m. listening to it. I was like, I wonder, like, God restores my soul. So when like. Like you almost want it like when when things are horrible, that he he does this supernatural work inside your soul. But I think it's just a general, a poetic, figurative way of just saying he restores me back to right relationship with him. I don't think it's going about some inner deep working. In other words, soul there. Let's look up the word soul. I didn't even think about that. That may be, he restoreth my soul. Maybe, maybe we can get a hint there. Maybe we can get a hint there. My soul. My soul is simply this Hebrew word. Strong's H, 5315. Nefesh. 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 used 753 times. Once again, that, that's just such broad meanings. The outline, soul, self, life, creature, person. Appetite, mind, living, being, desire, emotion, passion, that which breathes, the breathing substance of a being, living being, living being, the man himself. So it, it can just mean he restores me. He's restored me to him. He has restored my soul. He's restored me to him. I, I don't know if it, we, some people want to make this almost like, uh almost like an infused righteousness. But, but I mean, there's, there's a poetic way that I almost would like, I, I'm not saying this is what Night Sounds was trying to do, but, but again, listening to it at 2 a.m., it's almost like you're laying there and you're like, man, sometimes life is hard. Sometimes life is difficult. Sometimes there's depression, discouragement, pain. Oh, praise God. He, he has restored my soul. Like he's, he's going to fix all of that. He's restored my relationship with him. Just what do you, when you hear that phrase, what does it mean to you? All right. I'm not going to go longer than that. I've gone 20 minutes, supposed to do 15 minutes. Just what, just do this. Here's what I would just challenge you to do whenever you hear this. Read Psalm 22 because I think Psalm 22 and 23 come put next to each other is rather, I think it's rather profound. You can tell me what you think. And it's just when you've heard that phrase, "Restore my soul," how have you understood it? I, I think we've, I think in some ways we almost lead to an infused righteousness idea, which of course, as non-Catholics, we are opposed to the infused righteousness. We believe in imputed righteousness. So I believe God is because He's now my Shepherd has restored me, my soul, me, a living being. All of me is restored right to God. All of me is restored right because now all of me, I will, you know, I will be saved. I will have a new body. I, I will be saved. I will be glorified. I, you know, I, I am declared perfectly righteous. I, I I think it has to go more from that perspective. Maybe I've looked at it for something, I was looking for something more mystical or something deeper. Love to get your thoughts. Newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. So today's focus Psalm 22. Psalm 23, read them back to back and then just restore my soul. Just love to get your thoughts and perspective and, and how you came to your conclusion. All right. News, if at yahoo.com, news, if at yahoo.com. That is your today's focus for, well, Friday, May the 5th, but most people will hear this on Saturday, May the 6th. Whenever you hear this, this is your today's focus. Psalm 22, 23, restore my soul. Would love to get your thoughts and perspective. May God bless you as you read and study his word.